This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Westenbroom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome, this is Mayor Sharon Westenbroom, and you are listening to the We Be Our Podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month, and we invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Summer Stieb, a Women's Advancement Commission member and director of the LSU Women's Center. Can you say fierce? Fierce. Absolutely. (laughs) That's the the new go. Fierce is the new go, I think. So good morning, Mayor. Thrilled to be here today with our guest, Namisha Patel-Vasanji, an attorney at the um, go ahead and help me out on that one, Namisha. We Mon. got the name right, but we didn't get the law firm right. So it's okay. Me. The Mon Law Firm. There we go. And she's the current president of the Junior League of Baton Rouge. Namisha was born and raised in Los Angeles, California, and moved to Baton Rouge in 2007. She is licensed to practice law in both California and Louisiana. Namisha's cultural background and passion for community involvement have led her to a number of volunteer opportunities and community leadership roles over her career. Namisha currently serves as president of the Junior League of Baton Rouge. She is the first Asian Indian president of the Junior League of Baton Rouge. She also serves as a board of trustees member at St. Luke's Episcopal School and a board member of the uh, Breck Foundation. She is active with her children's school and volunteers as the chair for school fundraisers. Welcome. Thank you, Summer. Mayor Broom, thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here this morning. Namisha, we are so delighted to uh, have you. You know, we've had some remarkable women on our podcast, and you are certainly among them. Uh, your journey is very uh, interesting. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about how you came to do the work uh, here in Baton Rouge. And actually, how did you uh, uh, get here from Los Angeles? What brought you here? So I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I went to law school. My entire life was in Los Angeles. And then I met my husband. Um, and he is born in Bogalusa. He wow. was wow. raised in Winsboro, and now his parents live in Laplace. Um, and we met, and I pretty much thought I could give him an ultimatum. I thought I was real cute back in the day, right? <laughs> um, and so I told him, either you move to Los Angeles or or else we can't get married. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, I guess we're not getting married. My mother looked at me and said, no man is going to put up with you just like he will, so you better marry him. So we got married. I moved to Baton Rouge in 2007, and I have been here since then. And it's been a phenomenal journey, I would say that. After law school, trying to find a job here was very difficult. I had passed the California bar, and I thought, well, that's the hardest bar in the United States, so I should oh, get a yeah. job get here. Ancestor. Exactly, yeah. because the law is completely different. Exactly. And so I came out here, and really and truly, I was so fortunate to meet my boss, um, Roy Mon Jr. He, um, I came into his office with a 
a jacket and a skirt. I mean, I looked very professional. And he came out to the waiting room and had on um, cowboy boots, jeans, and I mean, it was just a very off thing. And he said, the only thing he said to me was, so I don't have to pay you, right? <laughs> nope, you don't have to pay me for four weeks. It was part of my two-year law school program. It was my externship, and he didn't have to pay me. And I guess in four weeks, I roped him in, and he hired me. And I've been with the Mon Law Firm since, and it's been amazing. Um, but really, my husband brought me here. I then joined the Junior League um, of Baton Rouge, I think, about nine years ago. It's been so long. But I joined nine years ago. I loved community involvement. I loved to be active. But when I moved here, I had no friends. I had no family. And so it was a very lonely time. I would fly out back to Los Angeles every month. And I had really no connection to the Baton Rouge community. And I joined the league. And community was my big, um, big push. I just wanted to be in my red shirt, out in the community, volunteering and making this community a better place. Because as I volunteered in our community, I learned more about our community. And now it's our community. It's my community, too. And so um, I think the Junior League really um, instilled, like, this love in me. Um, I never thought I would um, be the president of the Junior League of Baton Rouge. But here I am. I, I think they saw something in me that I may have not seen. And that's pretty much what I love about the Junior League is that they saw some potential. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out myself, but they saw potential. And here I am leading a 1,700 women organization. I think we all can see uh, what they saw, Nisha. <laughs> uh, obviously, a love uh, for people and a love for um, this community and leadership. Uh, certainly, um, we see it all over you. Uh, and you have indeed had a very remarkable journey. In fact, when I looked and uh, saw that you took the bar here, I'm like, wow, that's pretty significant. The bar in Los Angeles and the bar here uh, because of the different yes. um, uh, law that we have here in uh, Baton Rouge. Um, I understand also what you what you uh, spoke up of when you talked about, you know, making a transition, building a a new circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that can be challenging. But and tell me what you think about this. I uh, came here decades ago. Uh, and um, one of the attractions to Baton Rouge um, was the hospitality that I sensed. Yes. Here. Did you did you sense that when you came here? Absolutely, and I still sense it today. Los Angeles has just bumper to bumper traffic. It takes an hour to no, get. Sometimes I think we can compete with Los Angeles traffic. No, oh, no, we can't. Summer. No, we cannot. Summer, come summer. on, summer. We're gonna go to Los Angeles together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got vetoed on that one. So <laughs> but I will say here, the community, everybody here is so welcoming, and it's just so much fun. There's no judgment. There's no keeping up with the Jones is in my opinion here it is just amazing and welcoming the food is phenomenal I gained about 35 pounds my first year I moved here but you know um, it is just amazing that is something that nowhere in this um, in the United States that can compete with the hospitality here that's great and so on your career journey you were an attorney and I'm sure you've um Uh, What kind of law do you practice? What's your specialty? Our specialty is entertainment law. Oh, Oh, so maybe some stories? 
some yeah. copyright infringement, trademarks. We have all of that. We represent a lot of urban artists in oh, Baton wow. Rouge and some um, nationally um, recognized, recognized mm-hmm. artists as well. But we do a lot of the back end. So, y- y'all, none of the criminal stuff or right. any of that, <laughs> none of that. We represent them in um, business negotiations, contract negotiations, okay. copyrights, trademarks, and just getting everything together for them. So that's a heavy part of our practice. But I also love to do family law. Okay, Kids are a big passion of mine and I think that um, someone speaking on their behalf is very important so those are the practices. So what is um, the greatest lesson that you've learned in your career thus far? I think being so I graduated law school when I was 22 years old and um, it was something that I was so young and I was put into a field of practicing law at 22. Um, And what I really, I I thought I knew everything. My age, I'm a millennial. I thought I knew everything. I didn't need to um, answer to anybody. I was my own boss. And really one of the biggest lessons I've learned is to be appreciative and to be thankful for, for just everything. Because here's the thing, the work has got to get done. Somebody's got to do it. And it's not above or below anybody's, you know, pay rate to do whatever it is. And so being appreciative and being thankful, that has helped me tremendously, I think. Yeah, I think that's uh, a principle that is certainly uh, one that builds uh, um, a strong life. Yes. Builds a strong life. Um, What are you most proud of? Well, so I have two children, so I am proud of my children. Um, How old are they? They are eight and six. So Jalen is eight, Rhea is six, and they are, they keep me on my toes. Um, They are crazy, insane, but I am so proud of them. I am proud of the little humans they are right now, and I'm so excited (laughs) to see who they become because I tell you what, if... If you see me, my daughter is times 50, me, (laughs) at the age of six. But I'm so proud of them. I'm proud of my family. I'm proud of my husband. I'm really proud of just everything that I've been so... involved with and but really and truly I am proud to be a member of the Junior League of Baton Rouge like that in my in right now if you ask me something that is that is what I'm proud of the league does so much and our core mission is really to develop women and develop their potential and the league is so critical in doing that and they and the impact we make on the community through all of our fundraisers and the community projects that is phenomenal to sit back and to watch everything that the league does that makes me so proud and it makes me proud that I'm able to lead that organization with so many women Summer Summer is a sustaining member and she's actually leading our diversity and cultural inclusion committee as well so awesome I mean we have some pretty amazing women part of my leadership story as well I'm kind of reverse of yours I grew up here in Baton Rouge I moved to Tuscaloosa area in Mm -hmm. Alabama and didn't know a soul Um, and Junior League is how I connected with the community there and then whenever I came back to Baton Rouge reconnected with the community so it's a phenomenal opportunity it is it definitely is do you have to be a certain age to be in Junior League it's just um, you just have to be 24 years of age or older. Okay. But it. Does, I mean, we have a member who is 50 
and she is a second year active. Mayor Broom, I'll be honored to be one of I'm your sponsors for membership <laughs> yes, in Junior League. Venetia well, and I can Namisha, get you hooked Namisha up. Venetia has already beat you to the punch. She <laughs> reached out to me, but uh, I don't. Uh, now is not the time. <laughs> you can be an honorary member. How about I that? Think, I think she can absolutely think be an honorary she, member. I think Mayor of the Broom, Junior you League. are an honorary member. I, I know can a see few myself people there, and everybody coming up to me about drainage. <laughs> Or trash. Or trash. That, that was a conversation our, our listeners missed in between yeah, our, yeah. our podcast. I, I, I love Junior League. Appreciate the work uh, that you all do. But let's keep the relationship right as it is right now. <laughs> I'm all for you. I'm your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> so do you have any advice for other women? Uh, I love what you said about being appreciative and being grateful. I do. For women, I feel like there's a lot of obstacles that come our way. And I think to be appreciative and never let an obstacle stop you find a way through, through whatever you're going through. Um, because being able to find that way is going to make you stronger. So be stronger, empower one another. You know, I feel like sometimes women are the harshest critics against one another. And instead of that, empower each other, Mm -hmm. help each other work through those obstacles, because that is going to make us a united team. Um, When there's cracks, people find cracks to divide us. And I think that just being strong and empowering one another is this advice I would give to women. Any final message that you've thought about if you could uh, leave that you would really want people to uh, connect with? Join the Junior League of Baton Rouge. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> I great. think I think if I could if I could have our <laughs> listeners do something for themselves, it's to take the time for yourself. Take time out of your busy lives, whether you're a mom or you're an attorney or you're Mayor Broom. Take some time for yourself. Mayor Broom needs to hear that. Yes, you Some do. self-care that keeps coming back. <laughs> self-care is what you need. But really, become a part of the Junior League of Baton Rouge because here's the thing. You are going to learn so many skills that you never thought you would be able to learn before. You will learn how to use this program called Canva, which I never heard of until about a year ago. And it's graphic designing for beginners, and it's amazing. You are going to learn how to raise children in a world of you know a world of no and a world of yes and raising children or you're going to learn about women in politics it ranges so much and so be a part of the junior league of baton rouge and come to our first women's leadership conference that's this year and our keynote speaker is Layla ali i heard about that yes am i scheduled to come to as of now you are yes you are (laughs) absolutely you are i mean i think you are an honorary member this year though i mean i'm gonna see you next week at our membership meeting on september 3rd okay and then we'll see you at the women's leadership conference (laughs) (laughs) no i think um just being part of the junior league is a good good advice i would give okay well i'll second that advice that's great that's great thank you so oh what how could i forget our our famous question yeah so before we do get to our our closing question um namisha as you shared i'm also a member of junior league and a sustaining capacity tell us a little bit more about what's going on what your vision for this year for junior league is um so um 
gosh, do we have another hour here, Mayor Broom? No, we do not. So we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're need gonna a snapshot. Up. Yes. So the vision for the Junior League this year is really to expand what we have done and really grow. And in that, I'm very concentrated in our diversity and cultural inclusion of the Junior League of Baton Rouge and really breaking down the stereotypes that have been in the community about our league and really showing everyone what our league truly is and what we do. We are not women who just lunch. We are women who lunch and work at the same time, actually. And yes, and and maybe a glass of wine or two, but we are getting stuff done. Last year, we distributed over 400,000 diapers in the Baton Rouge community. Um, We have over... 66,000 hours of volunteer service that we give to the community each year. So really, that is my vision, is making sure that everybody externally understands that and really that our members are satisfied and engaged. I mean, that is really my vision for the league this year. So one of the biggest external faces of the league is Holly Days. So can you talk briefly about holidays what's on tap for this year if folks were interested in supporting this initiative how they could go about doing that so holidays is our annual market and it takes it's going to take place on october 16th through the 19th at the raising canes river center it is phenomenal so if you love shopping and you want to make an impact on the community well then come shop for a cause at holidays it's our 36th annual um market um we've had it in the baton Rouge community mayor broom supports it each year and it is phenomenal um We have different special events that range from preview gala that's on October 16th from 6 to 10 p.m. And we have preferred shopping. We have girls night out. We have wine tasting. So there are so many different events. So if you go on holidays.org, that's H-O-L-L-Y-D-A-Y-S dot org. Get some more information, buy some tickets, and we always need some sponsors. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for sharing about that. So the final question that we ask all of our guests, drum roll, please. If you had a guest visiting Baton Rouge for 24 hours, where would you take them? So I am a foodie. Are we actually? I think I'm a foodie. I just like to eat. It really doesn't matter. It could be good, bad, right? (laughs) But I think I would start with breakfast at Coffee Call beignets and coffee i would run into ray i will run into ray vasquez who's amazing um but then i would also go to mary lee donuts get some glazed donuts go home sit down eat some donuts on um on my couch but then we would really head out to like knock knock children's museum that's one of my favorite places to go i think that is such a great um great attraction for the baton rouge community and um that board has done phenomenal in bringing that to the community so i would go to knock knock children's museum louisiana art and science museum we have so many different places we could go but really in between all of those locations i would go eat at beausoleil i would go eat at stabs i would go eat at rouge i mean i would just be eating all day every day so that's pretty much what i would do and really i've come to learn about this one place that i love to go to um, and I would go to Radio Bar to kind of have my nightcap. All right. Yes. Well, well I'll see you there. I think so. <laughs> wow. That's, I tell you, I'm learning a whole lot. Yeah. Radio <laughs> Bar is over on Government Street. It, yes, it, it is. is. That's I've right. I've never been and, there. And never <laughs> been. And so we need to have a, a WeBR event. Happy over. hour okay. event. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll have to plan that. We'll make we'll it work happen. on it. Absolutely. Summer. 
you 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 can make it happen. Okay, I'll make it happen. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Namisha, for uh, joining us today, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the We Be Our podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Tell somebody about our show. It airs the first and third Wednesday of each month, and we invite you to listen and subscribe uh, to our podcast by visiting. All right podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission.